Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome everybody to Flame On. It is your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life. My name is Pat. I'm your talking bearskin rug. I am sitting in the host chair while Brian is, we'll call it out on assignment. Yeah. He is out of town taking care of some personal matters. And uh, right now, as far as our regular contributors go, and I'm so excited his microphone is loud enough that you'll be able to hear him clearly. We have Jared. See her safely to White Forest, Dr. Freeman. We have Oral. Hello. And joining us, we have, we'll call him a flame on irregular. Well, at least that's what Brian likes to call him. Apparently you aren't getting enough roughage in your life. No, no fiber in his <laughs> diet. <laughs> we have BJ. Oh, I'm irregular. You are the irregular. You and Adam are, are irregular flamers. <laughs> we'll get some Metamucil. For, for <laughs> Podcast Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> their uh, their their pictures on the website. Once we take them, we'll just have a big chart metamucil in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us uh, for this episode is longtime listener, first time caller Umberto. Hey, let's go ahead and dive into probably the biggest disappointment slash geeky nerdy comic movie story of the month. I'll give it the month, possibly even this half of the year. Possibly even this year. This may be the worst story of the year. <laughs> it still hasn't done as worse as Pluto Nash, I don't believe. Mm. So, no, yeah. <laughs> Was Pluto Nash this year? No, but oh, okay. Well, but still. So this may be the this may be like 2015's. You know, black it's going spot. down in the annals of like the worst superhero movie ever. Yeah. What about Leonard Six? 
that doesn't count. <laughs> Leonard Six was amazing. Thank you very much. Of course, we are talking about the reboot of the Fantastic Four. Uh, the Joshua Trank directed, although if you asked him the day before the movie came out, that wasn't his movie. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll dive into it a little bit. One, because uh, you've probably read four billion articles talking about how bad it was and how Fox should just go ahead and sell the rights back now, which, I mean, they should. They should at least work out some sort of Sony agreement like they did with Spider-Man. But Jared... I heard you had an interesting story, and uh, you saw well, the movie. Was was I the only one that saw it? Yes, I. It, and it's not that I won't see the movie, and I heard that it's bad, but I have a soft spot for Jamie Bell. Now, who who is that? I, I don't know the actors in in the film. Um, the white one, not the black <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. So, um, Wait, plus was, I have a thing for Michael B. Jordan, the black one. Um, Wait, there was two white ones. There was which, three, three white ones. Well, well, not the girl, obviously. Nobody's talking about her. And um, <laughs> Except apparently her blonde wig, which was so horribly noticeable when they had to go back and do the reshoots. Okay, so, so who played Dr. Doom? Um, I am not familiar okay. with who played Dr. Doom. Mm, okay. But, but Jamie Bell is who? Reed or I think Ben? I think he's Reed. I think he's Reed. You know there's a whole bunch of people sitting at home when they're <laughs> listening to this going, God damn it, Arl! Well, yeah, I don't care. It's not important. <laughs> what is important <laughs> is that I will probably pay a certain amount of money, not in 3D, but I will pay a certain <laughs> amount of money to go see it, only because like, I always have a soft spot for the Fantastic Four. Um, they're not my favorite team, but they're my first Marvel team. And, Ooh. you know, might as well. Might as well. I'll probably watch it if it's on television or Netflix eventually, but I'm not going to pay you're, for you're it. You're not going to pay for it, yes. I was never going to pay for it. It could have been yeah. the best movie in yeah. the world. Well, I could care less. I, I unfortunately did pay for it. <laughs> um, and uh, why did you pay for it? Why did I pay for it? Well, uh, it was the second part to a three-part date I had over the Ooh. weekend. Ooh. Now, by three-part... It was the second guy you were on a date with that day? Yes. Okay. Oh, my. Yes. It started with dinner, then a movie, and then a walk in the park. So it was very nice. Not all the same person. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, we, we wanted to go watch a film. There were no horror movies playing, so we're like, okay, well, this is pretty horrific anyways. We'll, we'll go ahead and watch that. Um, you know, I, I came in with the intent that you know, this is going to be a terrible movie, so maybe I'll just try to get into the, just a little bit of you know make-out time. I love that thing. Just yeah. a little tip? Just a tip? No. <laughs> get out. <laughs> but no, the, the theater was crammed. It was crammed with people, and this was just the strangest thing to me, that why are these people going to see this movie? It's terrible. Why am I seeing this movie? It's terrible. Well, it's for the same reason why traffic always backs up after an accident. Rubberneckers. Mm, mm, mm. Apparently not enough, because it only opened the board with, what, just over $26 million opening weekend? Well, at that point, like, they had burned any possible hope to the ground and then salted the earth so nothing would ever grow again. Uh, so, like, nobody nobody really was breaking their neck to go see it. Very true. Mm -hmm. Well, when the director is slamming it the day before, yeah. what can you say? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think the only redeeming quality was that, you know, I thought Doom pre-weird suit thing happening was pretty 
pretty hot, but that mm-hmm. was that was about it. And that was like the first twenty minutes of the movie. I'll agree. And what about the actors? Were the actors themselves were they doing the best they could with what they had? Yes. Uh, granted, uh, everyone was like a two dimensional character, each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mean they were like comic book guys? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. I was mildly disturbed by the thing not wearing any, you know, garments. Just With no rock penis? No rock penis. Damn either. it. Never a that rock penis. That was the penis. only reason I would spend money to go see it in the theater. It's never a rock penis. Not when you need one. But that's, I mean, that's the one good thing I have heard about, uh, about the movie was that the script sucked. But the actors did a decent job with what they had. Because I mean, you can only do so much with. It's, it's true. It's just mm-hmm. it was it was very difficult to attach any sort of like emotional attachment to any any of the characters. And apparently, there's a one year jump in the middle of the movie, or uh, two thirds of the way through the movie. Well, the the film starts in uh, I want to say like 2007, and then it goes uh, to 2015. And then it goes a year later. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay, because that's right. They start out as as kids because mm-hmm. all that footage about um, Reed at the science fair yes, and his teachers yes, and all that yes, bullshit. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Okay. So then they get their powers <clears throat> and then... And now they're weapons and... That year jump where it just kind of... Reed goes into hiding in Mexico. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm so looking forward to seeing this on Netflix. <laughs> All right, so let's let's close close the book on this this uh, train wreck and proceed to something better. How was part three of your three parts eight after that? <laughs> hey, 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 no, no, no. no. just figured it out. Ask. I mean, we were trying to get closure on the story, so <laughs> it went very well. Good. There you go. Right. Another date. Yes. Yes. Aww. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now you can go see another horrible movie. <laughs> this time on like weekend two, three, or four. I I believe Sinister is coming out this weekend, okay. so okay. you'll have a horror movie. That will week. be good then. Okay. There you go. And uh, you saw this in uh, the Boondocks, right? Because there was probably only one packed movie theater somewhere around here. Yeah. 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 It was um, in a movie theater I've never been to before. At the loop, in the loop, yes, the loop, yes. Shout out to our friends at the loop. Do we have no friends at the loop? <laughs> I've been to the loop. I'm sure I still know somebody that works at the TJ Maxx over there. I have, somebody somewhere. I have two friends at the loop, and their names are Ben and Jerry. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I love them. <laughs> Obviously. <Yeah. laughs> oh, so what's next? The shade of it all. All right. Okay, well. that's two. That's two. And you can count. You must be. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Woo, girl. Sass. You no longer have shemail. <laughs> before we before we touch on uh, television topics, uh-huh. uh, this weekend as we're recording <clears throat> is D23. BJ, do you want to talk a little more on D23? I mean, I've seen stuff being... Uh, Posted by all of my friends on Facebook that have been excited, uh, but do you want to tell us what? Tell us about D twenty three. What is it, and why should we give a shit? Isn't that the thing from making the band with Puff Daddy? <laughs> I believe that was Danity Kane. But... Fifth Harmony, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but D twenty three is Disney's 
kind of Disney's way of cashing in on the whole Comic Con thing. Um, all their properties and all their uh, Marvel, a lot of their announcements, uh, movie announcements, and everything are during D twenty three now. Um, if you if you pay attention to the panels at uh, Comic Con. Most of the panels, like for Once Upon a Time, I think they had a really small panel with like maybe two of the actors, maybe one of the actors. Um, well, they had a couple more of the actors for D23. They do their announcement on what Marvel movies are coming out for the year, what Disney movies are coming out for the next like two or three years. Uh, they'll have special footage. And this year they've had a, they have a bigger uh, video game section where they talked about their uh, Disney Infinity um figurines uh and then they gave us a very tiny snippet of like kingdom hearts 3 um the announcement on that is that they're gonna have a big hero 6 world um nothing but smoke and shadows when it comes to kingdom hearts 3 yes we've been waiting for kingdom hearts 3 for what has has it been 10 years it's been a decade i think okay i think it's i'm pretty it's safe to say it's been a decade um so that's that same old clip of the big thunder summon (laughs) They, um, they, uh, however, they did announce all, all the new additions to the park, uh, Star Wars, Toy Story Land, um, Avatar, Pandora area. If Avatar World. If that's your, you know, prerogative. Um, the movie took like 4,000 years to be made and put out, and it took just about as long to get a park at Disney. Yeah. And I, so they, um, all, all day it's been kind of a reveal of all the, all the little pieces. And I mean, there's enough Disney fans out there to warrant having this convention. Um, so it's just kind of, if, if you wonder what this D23 thing is, it's essentially a convention, a Disney sanctioned convention. I know someone who's there now. He's not very interesting. I have no desire to ask him what happened. (laughs) And, um, that's fair. Oh, the only other thing I want to contribute, if you can call this a contribution, is that I think from a nerd standpoint of just like the the overarching idea of like Star Wars and, and Marvel and such like that, is like I can understand why they're holding their cards close to their chest and then releasing all this at D23. Because for the most part, anybody outside of like a Disney fan didn't know what D23 was. And now that, you know, everything Star Wars related, um, Toy Story, even though apparently people are clamoring for more Toy Story, um, like all of that has kind of like superseded all of our news feeds, which is really cool. But other than that, don't know where it is. Wasn't planning on going. Never do want to go. <laughs> I have I was excited about they did finally announce that they are doing a incredible sequel um, at D23. So they announced that they were doing that. And The Incredibles 2... Uh, they talk more about Finding Dory, as if that was yeah. new or shocking. I, re- I went onto one of the articles, and it's like, posters for Finding Dory and The Incredibles 2. They're like the most boring. Like, I swear to God, that, that poster of Finding Dory has been going around the internet for the last, like, year. Like two years, yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's nothing new. But yeah, The Incredibles, Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, um, Cars 3? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Toy Story 4. Which again, I didn't realize that. I, I thought they'd done a good job closing it out after Toy Story three. Apparently, you know when not you enough. when you pay people to change the lyrics from the boys are back in town to the toys are back in town, <laughs> you gotta milk that for all it's worth. Apparently. That is true. 
No, that's beating a dead horse. That's a that's a dead horse though. That's sold. I before it's still selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before Frozen, uh, Toy Story three was their highest selling DVD of all time. So, no, I can see it now. Disney Dead Horse Toy Story four. Here comes Luke Skywalker, splits it open, and they stick all their properties that that aren't surviving, and they stick it in there so they can make it through the course of the night and then <laughs> revive it in the next decade. Like a franchise traducan. That was called the Disney Vault. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. So when can we expect our cease and desist orders to hit our mailboxes? Oh, we don't pay attention to those. (laughs) I don't live here. I don't think there's an address. Oh, Cap would probably get it. Sorry, Cap. (laughs) (laughs) On the Marvel end of the spectrum at D23, there were two big things that came out of it. One was the D23 exclusive uh, Civil War footage. Did anybody else watch the leaked video? Nope. No? Not yet. Nah. Nope. It's not bad. I read about it before the leaked footage came out. I enjoyed reading about it more than I did watching it. (laughs) I'm going to see the movie. I'm excited for the movie. I think they may have jumped the gun on Civil War, though. I feel like there's not enough people involved to really make it something that's going to matter it'll obviously it's going to change the marvel cinematic universe from here on out but i don't know i just i feel like there should be more people involved with it before we get to civil war but from what i could see it was fine you know from the description that everybody gave it's going to be a great movie we'll have uh black panther i'm actually very excited about black panther and I think the only the only shot of Black Panther that was in the clip was the was not him in costume. It was him just in civilian clothes. There has been a leaked photo from apparently the set of Civil War of Black Panther in his outfit. Didn't look all that great, but all right. <laughs> hey, we'll that, see what happens when it, that when movie it comes is out. More than a year out, I think at this point, it's fine. No. I don't know when it's coming. It'll it's, just be here. May, I think it's May. Yeah, it's we don't May. have that much time. I mean, we do, but I'm making this year go by way too quickly. But yeah, no, we're still we're they have time to do all the extra added stuff that they need to to make it make it pop and sizzle because they need to. Because we'll have a lot of we'll have like three. We'll have season two of Daredevil before that even comes out, and then we'll have like Jessica Jones and. I think um, Luke Cage as well should be out before Civil War. I don't know if Luke Cage will be. It depends on how they handle it because Netflix apparently is going to do two series per year, which I don't understand how they're going to do that and keep on adding new ones in unless they plan on just every couple of months having a new season drop because you'll have Jessica Jones comes out November. Uh, actually, I believe it's either September or October, somewhere in there. And then you have probably April again for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And then if they keep on, you're going to have to start adding in Luke Cage, and then you're going to have to add in Iron Fist. Then you're eventually going to have to add the Defenders in there. So unless they don't do multiple seasons for all the shows, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they're going to keep on adding with five different shows, adding two, two, per, uh, two per year. Netflix knows what they're doing, apparently, so hey, we will trust them. I like uh, everything they've put out so far. I haven't disliked, so. Yeah. 
Uh, so the other big thing that came out of it was Doctor Strange. Not footage, because they're not in production yet, uh, but concept art and photos of Benedict Cumberbatch in costume and CGI effects of the mystical bolts that will come flying out of his hands. Still not a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Apparently, apparently when you see him in costume with the goatee... It works. That's all the everything that's come out of D twenty three has said that he'll be uh, <laughs> that he'll be good. I'm sorry, but just like I, I don't wear the rose colored glasses around Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I don't understand the the allure of of this man. I mean, he's a good actor, but I mean, no, I get I get what you're saying. Benedict Cumberbatch is the closest I'm ever going to get to the British gentry, so I'm. <laughs> Okay. 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 And he's got to be better than the guy they picked for the TV series Doctor Strange, which was so god awful. Pretty much every movie or anything that's made after the TV version is better. Oh no! Do you remember Generation X? Oh god! I liked that series. So did I. You see how I liked Andy Warhol. (laughs) They are doing a live action X Men series. Supposedly. Supposedly. Well, it might not be X Men. It could be. New Mutants or something else, but yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Because apparently, this well, this next movie ends out the trilogy for the younger mutants, so it's a matter of seeing where they go from there. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Now, did they release any more stuff regarding the X Men Apocalypse uh, film? Not since the Entertainment Weekly photos came out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not since the backlash on. <laughs> <laughs> on Apocalypse. Uh, although Olivia Munn keeps on putting up videos on her Instagram about her uh, Psylocke training. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it looks like they she will have a psychic knife. Cause they, uh, the totality of her psychic powers. Yes. Um, there was a an Instagram video that went up that showed her wire training. So it showed her jumping off and spinning and then landing. And she was she had a, um, I think a mock sword in one hand and then she had a cardboard cutout that was shaped like the psychic knife with a handle. I'm excited. It's 90 Psylocke. Yeah. Without all of that weird she was British with pink hair and now she is Asian and not British. She jumped bodies. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I've read a comic book before, Oral. The X Men are the one thing I actually know. I mean, but you you seem like you're just like, there was like this level of disdain. I'm just like, bitch, that happened 20 plus years ago. <laughs> I'm just excited that we're gonna get Psylocke that actually appears to be pretty accurate. Like her costume and everything looks right, spot on. So, um, pure 90s. Yes. Everybody else, pure eighties. Psylocke, pure nineties. I'm, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in love. I'm lo- they get, they, they're giving me punk rock storm. So with the mohawk. So I'm all for that too. I'm all for punk storm is my favorite storm. Yeah, everybody aside from Apocalypse so far has looked great. And again, we don't know what it'll look like at the end. They can do stuff with CGI. They can, they can do all of that. Well, what was weird is the Entertainment Weekly. When I see pictures of Apocalypse in the in on the cover, he's blue. But when I'm looking at actual stills from filming, he's like super purple. The dress is blue. <laughs> no. No, it's yellow. No. <laughs> no. Is this Apocalypse blue or purple? <laughs> the internet is divided. 
I don't think the Deadpool trailer had come out the last time that we recorded. No. Uh, let me help you out. It looks like it'll be a blast, and I don't care. I'm going on the record of saying I don't give a flying fuck about Deadpool. And you can love him or you can hate him, <clears throat> but don't expect me to love him because he's just not my character. I, I hear that a lot about Deadpool. Some some people are like, oh, Deadpool's awesome. And and then some people are like, I know nothing about this character. I don't really care. Um, but the movie looks fun as hell. I'm sorry. I I put Deadpool in the same category as Lobo. One joke. I mean, it's like, yeah. he can't die. He's got a mouth. He's, okay, all right. You know, and kind of like Lobo, I kick everybody's ass. Look, I'll show up here. I'll kick your ass. Oh, look, it's a little girl. I'll kick her ass. Oh, wait. She's something else. She kicked my ass. Yeah. Just saying. I don't read any Deadpool comics. <laughs> I like my Deadpool in little doses. Yes. I like the video game because it was fun and mindless. And the cutscenes were, you know, whatever. And some of the X-Men showed up. So I was okay with that. And I'll, I'll see the movie. It actually looks like a decent movie. It looks like they got it right as opposed to Origins. It's the one I'm skipping. <laughs> I'll, I will say that... It's probably the first time that I've looked looked at a Marvel franchise, a Marvel character that is owned by Fox and gone, yeah, I think this is the best case scenario we're going to get because the fact that Marvel is owned by Disney and if the Marvel Studios had control of Deadpool, we wouldn't get a rated R Deadpool movie. No. We'd get like a really weird PG-13 with a lot of inside jokes as to why the movie's PG-13. So I think if you if you if for those of you that are Deadpool fans that like your you know your ultra violence and your Deadpool dropping f bombs left and right and making penis jokes, this is the one you want to see, and I think this is the best shot you got. But I still think that I, I wouldn't put it out of Marvel's hands to do a hard PG thirteen or PG sixteen as I like to call Daredevil, and. Not make it okay. Because, I mean, you got to figure the comic books aren't that hard R. Oh. Not completely. (laughs) No, the main line is rated T for teen. Most of Deadpool is rated T for teen. Um, And then the the smaller series are where you usually get your mature rating. Yeah, no, that I could definitely see because you you're only putting out a small batch of it and it's easier to just kind of pass that by versus a an ongoing series. Mm. But you know, hey, we'll see how it we'll see how it comes out. It looks like they got one right. X-Men most of the time the movies have been okay. They haven't been true to the characters for the most part, a lot of them at least, or some of the storylines. Well, most of the storylines. <laughs> I just had a whole conversation the other night with somebody about uh, the X-Men line and we went right back to the first movie and talked about mm. how we were so excited for Rogue and then they just fucked her up. <laughs> from there on, we really just couldn't be all that appreciative of anything that they did with the characters. And then we got to X3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so that's... I think most of the upcoming Marvel movie news. Yep, that's it. All right, well, let's jump on over to television. We're late summer now. I don't know. It's always 4 million degrees here in Florida, so are we at late summer? Uh, yes. Yeah. Somewhat? Yeah. 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 At least for the TV viewing, uh, for the course of television. 
Nobody Hannibal, right? No. Nope. I, just, I felt like nope. I had to channel Brian for a second. <laughs> oh, no. I, <laughs> we're like eight episodes behind, so yeah. can't really talk about well, it anyway. Somebody died. <clears throat> I'm yes. savoring it. I, I'm with a nice county. Kind of excited because the uh, all the episode titles have changed, so you can tell that we've now moved on to uh, more Red Dragon versus Hannibal. Yeah, just by just by looking at episode titles, Flash season two. Who's excited? Not Oral? Me. No, <laughs> I am. I'm I'm super excited. Please, please chit chat about it. <laughs> Educate us. Um. I'm I'm just excited about it from the stuff we all learned from Comic Con. Uh, we're gonna, we're supposed to get Guy Garrick, um, who's like the Jay Garrick will be in the uh, will be there. They've already started releasing promo images that uh, mimic. This is War of Two Worlds. I think was the Crisis on Two Worlds. Yeah, May, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's the the cover where there's Barry on one side and Jay Garrick on the other, rushing towards mm-hmm. the middle. The the this is a, the cover, the comic cover had a guy on there saying, Flash, come help me. And then they changed it to a girl because, you know, why would the Flash, either Flash come running for a man who needs help? So, and then they uh, they said um, they're going to have Wally West. Yep. Um, who's ador- adorable. Uh, they, I, those adorable kid. So I'm very interested to see how he, uh, what he brings to the role. And then uh, they said Zoom is uh, coming. So and they haven't released any pictures of Zoom as I uh, I know yet. No, the only thing that um, the teaser for Zoom is uh, Barry footage from season one, just with the color changed. Yeah, from red to blue. Yeah, yeah. But it looks like it, I mean I enjoyed season one. I'm not a Flash person. I'm not a DC person. I enjoyed season one. And I think that season two will just keep it going on the right track. The only thing that I'm waiting for. For DC is Gotham, um, and then uh, Legends of Tomorrow, only because Rip is in it, and uh, I Rip Taylor, Rip Hunter, <laughs> um, and if he's in it, Booster may make an appearance. But other than that, oh, that's mm-hmm. right, I didn't even think about that. What about I don't know Supergirl? Who these are. Supergirl looks fine. Um, I don't think it it looks bad. I think it's going for something. Akin to Flash, not so much Arrow. Um, it's got Calista Flockhart in it. Yes. And I mean, I used to watch her on Alan McBeal. I heard she did some other things. It really wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> um, she married Harrison Ford. She may have had a career outside of that, but. But other than that, like, it's, things are coming. Like, it's, it's not, I, and I don't want people to think that I don't care. Actually, I want you to know that I don't care. But specifically is that, you know, there comes a point where you're not going to consume everything. What's for you is for you, and what's mm-hmm. for me is for me. And I'm going to like the things I like, and I may not like things that you like, but it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, so there's some good things coming up. I Supergirl, I think, once they actually released the regular trailer, looked a lot better. I, w- yes. I wouldn't mind watching it now. That first footage from... Um, TCA Television Critics mm-hmm. Association. Yeah, when they did the uh, the press tour, that's what it. When they did the press tour footage, that five minute fucking video where it was the Devil Wears Prada meets Supergirl. Yeah, <laughs> horrible. Which I mean, still is going to be part of the show. It's not like it doesn't exist, but if it's not so much so heavily focused on that, that'll that'll make it a bit better. 
and Dean Cain will be in it. So I'm I'm just excited for yep. that. He needed he, the money. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Ripley's Believe It or Not isn't in syndication anymore. <laughs> and he's got those lawsuits where he keeps putting gag orders on those guys. I just heard Team K and gag, and I just I got excited. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> RuPaul. RuPaul news. Ooh, girl. About what? <laughs> well, we're currently in... Uh, the season four revealed it's really nothing all that you mean they're they're re-airing episodes of rupaul that everyone has seen but adding a director's commentary to it not even so much a director's commentary because if rupaul talked over the entire episode i probably would enjoy that a little bit more (laughs) it's kind of like a pop-up videos of drag race yeah did you not see uh, the lost season revealed no they re-aired season one i'm watching that yeah all right yeah, it's it's nothing spectacular. Every so often, there's some fun little tidbits that they pop up. Um, but season eight has, I believe, finished shooting. But then the big news was that they announced that All Stars season two will begin recording very soon. Oh and wow! We'll, and will come out right after. Well, I don't know if it's right after, but it will it will debut after season eight uh, airs. So, and then there's big speculation that Alaska and Katya and apparently even LaConja Estranja made it onto All-Star Season 2. I love Alaska. Alaska's fine. Oh, Adore as well. Adore, Alaska, Katya. We just saw all these bitches. No offense. (laughs) We did. Um, I'm I'm fine with them making it onto the show. LaConja, not as excited about. Definitely not as excited about. She was one of the ones that left early and everybody was like, oh, wait, you oh. were on the show when they did the oh, no. the reunion. No, Laganja? Laganja made it further than she needed to make it. <laughs> she made it to at least a halfway point and then had her meltdown and untucked and then got kicked off. It was great with her giant pink wig. Um, but it'll be interesting. There's already a lot of rumors. I've heard a lot of rumors about certain queens that made season eight so it'll be interesting to see season eight apparently from what i've heard of the the cast there um we should hopefully have a better season than season seven but i think that more depends on how the producers decide to go about the challenges and don't put them in team challenges all the way up until like the final six who doesn't love a three-legged race that's where all the drama is when someone drags you under Attached to the titties. Only place to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So one other television thing I wanted to talk about was the new Doctor Who trailer. Haven't seen it. (gasps) No. (laughs) I still haven't even seen the Christmas special. Oh. Really? I will eventually. It's just, you know, I knew it was coming around again. (laughs) It's not like I'm going anywhere. It's not like it's going anywhere. That's a valid, that's a valid point. They do marathons all the time. I'm just a very busy bitch. True. And when it goes to debut, you know that they're going to show the entirety of season eight plus the Christmas special. Yeah, which is why I'm not worried. You just wait till next Christmas. Just watch them back to back. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, It was, they didn't show a ton of specifics, but they did show a lot of Dalek and a lot of new random enemies that were 
going to come around. Some weird mud hand with an eye in the middle of it. The um, those shape-shifting ones are back. Oh, the um, axons. Sure. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. Clara has a bazooka. Joe, not a not a gun, just a piece of gun. No, no, she has a, a bazooka. There's yeah, a bunch of Dalek stuff, raising a lot of questions. If he's, if the Doctor is paying a lot of homage to um, the second Doctor, Pertwee. Yeah, I mean it's time yeah. to do all the the big hits. You know, stroll down memory lane, Pompeii. <laughs> it might be this. This seems like it might be an answer season. That's a lot of um, a lot of what a lot of people are, are thinking is going to happen. Missy's in the first uh, two-parter episode, so we get a lot of answers about that. Maybe see her TARDIS. I'd be happy about that. I love Missy. Um, I'm excited. Uh, What's her name from Game of Thrones is apparently in a two-parter. Um, the one that plays um, Maisie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, she's in a two-parter. I think it's a little bit further into the season. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of like. Village, I don't know. There's some beasts hidden they, somewhere. The interesting thing about her character is they they've literally given no information as to what her character even means to the Doctor. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, they said her character may have something to do with a big plot point. So, um, I'm just excited about that because I I mean I like her as an actress, so it'll be very interesting. Yeah, and you know it'll bring a different. Uh, It'll bring a different crowd into the Who universe because the people who watch Game of Thrones but don't watch Doctor Who, you know, will be sucked in at least for the two-parter yeah. or whatever she's involved with. So, I mean, it seems like they're doing okay with it. and uh, But there is a rumor that there will not be a season next year. Oh, no. I hate it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let me do that. Yeah. As in they're taking a nice hiatus Apparently. and coming back. Okay. The rumors of the speculation are that um what's his name is too busy with um Davies. Oh god, no, he's been out for years. Carpalti. Um, no, no, no. Stephen Moffat. Oh. oh, okay. That Moffat is too busy with Jared's favorite actors, other sh- <laughs> the other show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sherlock. Uh, Sherlock. Yes. So yes, yeah, so the season nine, the uh, series nine will be interesting. It'll be Interesting to see if they do take a year off or if uh, they will push through and find some other way. Because Moffat doesn't, I mean, he writes a couple of the episodes and he's, uh, you know, the head of everything. But there's a lot of other people involved in the process. So 
we'll see if they pick up the slack and go from there. Did anyone catch Norrell and Mr. Strange? Those weird looks you're getting? That, mean that, no. that, yeah, that, that answered the question for me. Jared, did you? <laughs> was this on TV Land back when it was called Screen Gems? Mm. Where things went in the public domain and everybody could just play it? Is that one of those things? No, it was based on Is it book. before or after the fall of Rome? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it, Jared? What? Norrell and Mr. Strange. No. Okay. Sorry, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) The basic premise of the story is it's um, England, you know, magic is gone, and there's a society of guys that basically they study magic, they talk about magic, and basically that's all they do. And this one guy wants to bring magic back. Mr. Strange comes in. Basically, he claims to be a magician. He can do stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's brought magic back. And then there are consequences. Uh, BBC America put it in the Doctor Who time slot just before Graham Norton. So unfortunately my DVR erased everything so I couldn't watch it. Hmm. I'm bringing magic back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was waiting until he finished talking just so I could do that. <laughs> it's the little things in life that make me happy. Oh. Uh. Well, Umberto gives Graham Norton's preceding show a thumbs up. What was it called again? Something in Mr. Strange? Yeah, Norrell and Mr. Strange. Gotcha. Um, in other news, I'm watching Defiance. I caught up on Defiance. Oh, good. Um, it's not the greatest show, but it's still doing. <laughs> it's doing all right. Um, I'm watching Killjoys, which I understand why it's the the show that has Aaron Ashmore in it. Um, and they're like space bounty hunters um, in this system where there's the core planet and then there are three moons and each moon is kind of like different because the planet like went under sea for some reason. I don't know. But it's it's cute and it's fun and it's not too shabby and there are deadly trained assassins in it that look really pretty. The planet went under sea? Yeah, like the it, the the surface flooded. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just um, imagining a big ocean <laughs> in the No. But it it totally like builds this huge world and you realize that it's actually really small, but it has like a lot of political intrigue and like cast fighting. Not like cast, not in like the the film cast, but like cast as in C A S T E. Yeah, so that's that's cool. Gotcha. Hmm. You know what I just finished watching? Hmm. Grace Under Fire. <laughs> Was this before or after you watched the Rosie O'Donnell show? <laughs> no, did not watch Was that. Ricky Lake on? It, no. That was on no. Uh, King of Queens. Oh, no, that was in the same uh, time slot as Sally. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but it was after I watched all eight seasons of Wings as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, uh, is, is there anything current that we can, we can discuss? Damn it. Um, I started watching Difficult People on Hulu. The I Hulu heard original. that was so-so. We're three episodes in mm-hmm. because this is unlike any other um, – non-traditional television show like all the Netflix stuff all of the Hulu stuff up until now and um, Amazon stuff all has been dropped in one 12 or 13 episode dump 
so you can watch it. You can either binge watch, you can watch one at a time, whatever you want to do. This is actually being released kind of like a real television show. I say real as if it's not, you know, it's it's, it's just a play in my mind. It's syndicated. <laughs> yes. Um, it's being released every Wednesday. There's a new episode. So we're three episodes in. And the first two, I really only kept watching because I think Billy Eichner is kind of cute. Mm. First two episodes were really kind of rough to get through. They actually, they're supposed to be assholes. They really are. They're meant to be just. Oh, Okay. Mean and bitter and jaded. Billy. Why would I watch somebody do that when I could just look in the mirror? <laughs> or watch AbFab. All eight episodes of it. Yeah. 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 It, I, I don't know what the point of it is. Can you give a synopsis of the series? Yeah, they're assholes. Just, it's like Seinfeld or it's just a show about nothing. Oh, it. So, Eichner plays a white gay jewish comedian it's a stretch okay big stretch for him okay um and julie klausner 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 plays a um tv recapper and they're trying to get a show and they're trying to make it in the business there are a lot of guest appearances and celebrity cameos okay it's 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 almost it's like a buddy comedy Kind of. Kind of, but yeah. darker or more asshole-ish. Really, it just comes back to them being assholes. First two episodes were overly asshole-ish, which made it really kind of hard to watch. Because okay. you're sitting there going, why is this... Again, you could just look in a mirror world. Like, it, it just it didn't seem to have any kind of purpose to it. Third episode actually did seem to be a little bit... Have a little bit more of a flow and actually seem more like a comedy... So I don't know. I'll stick it out and see uh, okay. and see if it actually yeah. goes any further. Because if this is their sales pitch, I'm just not. It's I honestly I'm not even sure how it got pitched and went through. Okay. Uh, but this the third episode was um, maybe it was a dare. <laughs> Let's see if you can make this show and actually make it last. Um, the third episode, the boyfriend of uh, Julie Klausner's boyfriend on the show is an exec at PBS and they're doing the pledge drive and he's in like the worst spot like the word like nighttime spot and he's sort of listening to echoes <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it's some like Indian dance show or something like that that's pretty much echoes or Stephen Hill Hearts of Space <laughs> which is the same damn show they're not yes, anybody. It is. It is. <laughs> and um, he is on the verge of being fired because Obviously, like the guy before him has the prime time slot and he raises all this money. And um, Julie Klausner's character comes up with the idea of doing a roast. So by the end of the episode, he's about to be fired. And then they just say, you know what? Because um, it, it Mandy Patinkin, Cheyenne Jackson, and the one guy that was actually on the show. It was supposed to be like the three of them doing a number I knew Mandy and all Patinkin. this. <laughs> you don't know who Cheyenne Jackson is? I don't know who Cheyenne Jackson is. Did you watch Glee in Glee? the first like two no. seasons? Third Rock? Yes. He was the okay. one that replaced Adina Menzel as the coach of Vocal Adrenaline. Yeah. Or 30 Rock. He was the Canadian comedian that they brought on the show. Oh, okay. All right. Or if yeah. you go he to. Starred in Xanadu. Bobby Big Eyes. Got it. Or if you go to the porn site, you can see more of him than you really want. Oh, yeah. See. His <laughs> masturbation video leaked <laughs> online. 
Is he, so you lead with that. Dude. What's that? Is he cute? Yes. You lead like, with that. Really cute. I don't know if you would like him, Jared. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know. But no, his thighs are like that big. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And when he when he was in Xanadu, he would be in really really high cut short you know jean shorts and he would start the show on all fours with his ass up in the air as he was drawing on the drawing mm. on the stage. And when you have Stage seats for the show. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but so they were supposed to go on and do this big number or whatever to raise money, and then uh, Julie Klausner ends up offending the guy, and they leave the show, and then they end up doing this really filthy roast on PBS, which right. gets like ten million views on YouTube, and. Raise the most money that they ever have, nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so there was a bit of a. This episode at least seemed to have a bit of a payoff to it. It wasn't okay. so much just random jackasses all, all over right. the place. All right. So it seems to be going in a direction now. Maybe those you know pilot episodes and first episodes mm-hmm. don't always mm-hmm. dictate how a show will be. So all it'll right. be interesting to see how that goes. Um, Anything else? They've started filming American Horror Story Hotel. Everybody's excited. I see that. Yeah. Um, I'm more. I'm more excited for this season than the previous one. So we'll see. So. I'm only more excited if Michael Chiklis comes back and actually takes his shirt off. Mm. <laughs> I forget bears. Close mm. <laughs> 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 Michael Chiklis. Sorry, we're we're in the minority over here. Uh, Michael. Ew! <laughs> the commission? <laughs> Is that no. <a> thing? <laughs> Disgusting! I mean, I wouldn't say no. But. <laughs> Don't forget he was the thing in the first Fantastic Four movies. Uh, Come back full circle. Uh, yep. <laughs> Anybody watching Dominion? That's the... Uh, where angels are kind of like it's vampire bas- zombie thingies. I'm, I'm well, they're not vampire zombie thingies. <laughs> Is that that show where this happens? Nope, not <laughs> watching it. <laughs> no, basically, it's based off the original movie Legion, which was years and years ago. It wasn't oh. very good. Continue. Okay. The premise is God has had enough with everybody. So God leaves. The angels blame humanity. They considered humanity as God's mistake, and that's the reason why he left. They've been abandoned. It, it is so bad that the devils and the demons have left Earth as well. So uh, there is the Chosen One, who doesn't know he's the Chosen One, but he's got all these strange tattoos that kind of appear on his body. And there are two camps of angels. There's Michael, and they live in Vega, which is... Las Vegas after the war between heaven and earth broke out. And, and he also wears a mask and has a claw. <laughs> no. Wrong Vega? Sorry. Wrong Vega. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's them trying to get the chosen one to do what he's supposed to do, but nobody knows because no one can read the script that's all over his body, which changes and transforms. The script for the show is all over his body. <laughs> What's like our next line? Cursed Mark. La- Line. <laughs> and they're constantly doing suppression seals. <laughs> Eventually, it doesn't work, and his body morphs, and he turns into this huge bat-like creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, and the angels fight amongst each other and all that good stuff because Michael's like, hey, protect humanity. And they're always talking about father, and they'll bring back father somehow, and it's not humanity's fault. And Gabriel's like, fuck them all. Once we get rid of them, he'll come back. Everything will be wonderful, just like before. Once so, Michael rose his boat ashore. <laughs> it's your fault dad left. No, it's your fault. <laughs> so He's going to take me to Disneyland. So, so Michael has daddy issues. Got it. Pretty much. Got it. <laughs> no, no, Gabriel's got daddy issues. They oh. both have daddy issues. Yes, they do. <laughs> All angels have daddy issues. <laughs> the literary theme of angels in general. <laughs> Just a bit. Just a bit. So comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about comics now. <laughs> no Grimm fans, I, I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, I watch Grimm, but it, I don't know when it's coming back. It'll eventually come back. I'll miss like six episodes. I'll, I'll catch up. Grimm. <laughs> Oral's guide to television. <laughs> It'll be back sometime. I ain't going to some shows. It'll be on my DVR. I'll be home one night and I'll watch them. Any geeks who drink fans? That's another show that I'm not watching. <laughs> geeks who drink fans? What? There is a show hosted by Zachary, and I forget his last name. Uh, basically, two teams, they're in a bar, and they ask geeky questions, and the winner gets the biggest with the biggest bar tab wins. But of course you drink as you're answering all these geeky trivia questions. Uh, he was on Chuck. He was Chuck. That sounds like my life Zachary on Friday Levi. night. And I... Zachary Levi. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be good and goddamned if I watch this show now. That's called Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I watch that? How did that get made? <laughs> but yeah, why are people watching it? <laughs> I'm fucking miserable. And I got news for you. The people in that goddamn bar are miserable too. <laughs> Secret Wars came back. <laughs> right. I'm actually very excited. I need to pick that up. All right. So comic books. Oral, you are going to be our guru of comics today because... Uh, I know a little bit about the Marvel stuff that has come out, although I didn't read most of last week's. I did read Secret Wars number... Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Five of eight. Ooh. Five of eight, yes. It's um woefully behind schedule. Secret Wars 8 is slated to come out October 7th, and they really don't have much of a choice but to finish it. Um, While the event itself, uh, content-wise, has been great, uh, the delays and the shifting of schedules and the pushing things back really put a damper on the summer, specifically because when you look at DC and what they put out, that travesty called Convergence, like DC kind of blew their wad and not much has come out. Like the new Midnighter is a lot of fun. Uh, the new Constantine has been, um, really good for me like that's one of the new books that i've enjoyed um written by ming doyle i want to say who wrote Ma- uh, mara um you have batman being jim gordon yes and that like super heavy yes. story arc with the new villain mr bloom um has been a blast they completely orlando bloom is a villain in mm, batman no no <laughs> although bruce wayne is is Popping his head up, fully bearded now. As Lumber Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne as himself, Bruce Wayne. 
Um, Apparently, he's being called Lumber Bruce now. Well, because the big reveal is that his body was repaired by the Dionysium, which is what Joker was using to cause all this havoc in um, in the in Endgame. And when it it healed him, it rewrote his mind um, because there was so much damage, and he doesn't remember being Batman. So we're you know. Every time we've gotten Batman not being Batman, he's usually off in the wings or he's just disappeared. And now, like, Batman just doesn't exist. And all we have is Playboy billionaire Bruce Wayne, who's pretty much flat broke in the public's eye. And just Alfred's not going to let him be Batman anymore. He doesn't want him to be Batman. He wants him to be happy. He wants him to move past the, the trauma. And, you know, eventually it won't happen. But that has been really good. I'm not reading Wonder Woman. I love myself too much for that. <laughs> Justice League for Dark Side War has been a blast. Um, I love, I'm a sucker for mother boxes and the pings that they do. Batman is now Bat God sitting in the Mobius chair, um, creating such questions as, you know, who killed my family? Joe Chill. Who's the Joker? No, that can't be possible. So we don't know who the Joker is, but Batman as like the Bat God knows all of this stuff. And he's going to be, I guess, a, an integral part of Dark Side War for at least the next couple of issues. Because I'm not even sure how long this is going to last. Okay, answer me this. Mm-hmm. Riddle me this, Oral. Okay, so Batman isn't Batman in the Batman comic. Yes. Batman is Jim Gordon in a bunny suit. But now in the An dark- exoskeleton, yes. Yes, with bunny ears. That's fine. They're antenna. Yeah, sure. So, who is the Batman in... It's Batman. Okay. So, how does this happen? How does this work? So, when DC decided to do this, like DCU, they said they're not really going to worry about syncing up timelines. It's more about telling stories. So, for example, the Batman that we know happens after Endgame. The new JLA by Brian Hitch happens in between uh, the first and second volume of Justice League. So um, that five-year jump that they did, that's where this, like, our traditional Batman is. Um, where Dark Side War is happening, we don't know. It could be after um, the whole Endgame thing for, uh, I'm sorry, the, the super heavy stuff that we're getting with Gordon. It may be slightly before, but it doesn't really matter because the stories are good. That's good. I like. Thank, thank you for explaining that. Actually, that, mm-hmm. that helps me sync up a whole bunch of stuff that I'm reading. If I didn't mention Cyborg, Cyborg has been great. It's written by the guy who wrote a pretty badass uh, Shaft comic uh, series. Uh, I forget his name, but it was it was fun. It was interesting. But other than that, DC's putting out a lot of stuff that either people don't give a fuck about, or it's just the same old, same old. Okay. The new stuff that's coming is going to be terrible, though. <laughs> What's coming up? They're bringing Telos is getting his own solo book, the big villain in Convergence, hmm. because that's what people have been clamoring for. And there's a new <laughs> Lois and Clark book for the um, the Sorry, Superman and Lois and Lane. Terry Hatcher? It's the Superman and Lois Lane who were in Convergence, who flew off into the rift to repair blah 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 blah. <laughs> What's good indie-wise? So, what's good indie-wise? Uh, Beauty is a new book that just came out. I was gonna—if you didn't mention that—I was gonna make you talk about that because you, 
you talked a little bit about it. You sold Brian on it when we were at the store the other day. Or LCS, if you will. <laughs> um, so Beauty is a book from a creative team that I'm not familiar with. But it's uh, the premise is what if there was a way that you could wake up each and every day more beautiful than the last? That's called every day for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what that word really means. <laughs> the, the shade of it all. The catch with it is that it's an STD. And so <laughs> people have contracted it either through intention or... Uh, you know, by accident, because things happen, and they become beautiful. It creates like the haves and the haves not. Half the world has contracted the beauty. The problem is, is that you don't, you you feel kind of feverish, and there's a a twist and a catch. There are sex clubs where people purposely like go to receive the beauty. There are groups of people in the world who refuse to contract it, and uh, creates this sort of like serious tension um, where hate crimes happen. It's smart. It's not, it's something that we've kind of seen before, just not done in this particular fashion. And we're going to, we're going to roll with it. See what happens. Cool. Any other good indie books right now? Uh, Phonogram has returned. So anyone who's a big fan of Kieran Gillen and uh, McKelvey is here. It's set kind of in the eighties. A little bit later, but it's all about the music video and this one girl sold half of her personality for power to control this coven of witches called Phonomancers where music is magic. Gorgeous. Don't always understand all of it, but I mean, AHA's take on me shows up and it is, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I don't know. Like it's, it's been the past couple of weeks have been so so for indies. Like, We Stand on Guard number two came out, um, and that's Brian K. Vaughn, and that's great, but Saga's on its hiatus. Um, Southern Bastards did their uh, charity issue with uh, the rebel flag on it, um, and that was a great one-shot. You don't have to have read anything else in Southern Bastards to pick that up. Rat Queens will eventually get here. Chew is in its final, like, ten issues, which is super sad, but also I'm very excited to, to read it. Say it's final 10 issues? Yeah. It's only going up to 60. So 50 just came out. 51 comes out, I want to say, in two months. Okay. Um, And it'll start the the final two story arcs. And that's been really fantastic. But yeah, that's pretty much it for indies. Invader Zim came out, but that was never really my thing. I didn't cut myself in high school. You're thinking of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, which is still Joan and Vasquez. Yeah, property. but seriously, they're like, don't you love this stuff? No, because I didn't burn myself with cigarettes just to feel. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very inappropriate to people who have dealt with self-harm. And if you are dealing with self-harm, please seek help. There are a lot of venues and resources that you can go to. I assume the Trevor Project. I don't know. I think that might be only for gay suicide. Don't do it. The more you know. <laughs> so let's circle back around because you uh, you started talking about Secret Wars and then okay. segued right into DC. And I was like ending with Marvel because that I can actually say something about comics because mm-hmm. I've read a couple of these. Um, Secret Wars by far has been great. It's always yeah. worth the wait. Um, I love when you show Doom for all of his 
um, strengths and weaknesses. He's an interesting character. I think he's far better than just being a big bad. Um, and when, you know, we've gotten bits and pieces that we know that Sue is a royal consort. Um, she, she loves Doom for Doom. Um, but he didn't just steal Sue. He stole all of oh, Reed's yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Like Valeria calls Doom dad. Yes. Um, which, you know, Reed is not going to, to take very well, but, um, I love seeing the power struggle, not against the Beyonders, because we all knew how that played out, but just, you know, Doom and Strange trying to figure out, like, who's going to take the mantle and, and save all of reality. And that's what Doom did. Like, Doom is pretty awesome. Like, Reed failed. Everyone failed, but Doom and Strange. And Strange got a little mouthy, and so he had to go. <laughs> that That's the thing I love about Doom in general, is he's a he's a a bigger picture sort of character. He's not like, you know, oh, well, I want what I want. No, he's like, oh, crap. If this ha- if A happens, I'm not going to get what I want. Let me keep from A happening. I, I, I think he's a pragmatist. Mm-hmm. And I think Doom's, in Doom's mind, his way is the best way. And it just so happens that this, he was right. But at the same time, he is still doing what he needs to do to make it work. But he's mm-hmm. still getting what he wants at the same time. Yeah, because like you pointed well, out in previous in previous discussions about Secret Wars, he has erased Reed from everything mm-hmm. minus six one six Reed who managed to escape. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, no, and yeah, and and then the Maker, um, from the Ultimate Universe, that version of Reed, um, existed. The only thing that we've seen is a Thunderbolt Ross thing because the thing is the wall he's the shield that happened in siege we finally got confirmation that the thing is the shield that protects the more civilized version of battle world from the deadlands and the annihilation wave uh johnny's the sun yes so that was talked about in issue two of issue two yes yeah um but that the, the main series has been great i'm thor's uh, issue two came out. We're going, Thor's is actually going to be one of the series that doesn't finish in time. Thor's, uh, the final issue of Thor's comes out, I want to say end of October. Okay. Um, yeah. how many issues? Like, is there a set number four, of issues for four, all of these? Four, or five, yeah. Like, all of them have set issues. It's just some of them are four, some of them are three, some of them are six. Some Based of them, off yeah. of when they came out or when they're coming out. Because mm-hmm. we still haven't gotten like House of M. Which comes out this Wednesday. Okay. From when we're taping. Yes. Ruining the magic. Um, it will, it'll, it'll be the same week because this will go out the Friday after. Okay. So it'll be two, two days later. Mm-hmm. Do, do we know how many uh, A-Force is getting? Um, it doesn't really matter because A Force is going to survive. Oh, it, oh, okay. I wasn't. Oh, it's just it, going to change. Yeah, it'll change, but the premise will stay um, the same. Yeah. I'll about it because the Dazzler that's in it now is '80s Dazzler mm-hmm. with like the roller skates and the disco ball and the blue face paint. But oh. they've shown the the cover art shows current emo Dazzler. Yeah. So, um, like, there's just really a lot going on. It's, you know, Civil Wars come out. The art for that is gorgeous. Old Man Logan has stayed strong. Use of Future Past, that can take or leave. Extinction Agenda is all right. Yeah. E for Extinction, I like. Um, Ghost Racers is a fun romp. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds you of the weaknesses, though, because his kid brother, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Our Runaways has been. I've actually really enjoyed Runaways. Of course he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Marvel's Marvel's killing it. They're just behind schedule. But the good thing, though, with it being... It's kind of like when uh, with Age of Apocalypse, when they change the entire line over mm-hmm. to mirror this whole thing, you almost don't mind having to wait longer. No. Like, sometimes I yeah. forget, okay, wow, it's been this many weeks since Secret Wars, the main book, has come out because you have A-Force, because you have... Um, I've enjoyed Inferno. I Inferno, like Inferno has been good, yeah. You know, there's so many books that you can actually sit there and read, and you enjoy, like, oh, shit, okay, this is coming out this week, I want to read it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of lessened the blow or, or made it easier to have these delays. The only thing, I mean, the only thing that I'm looking forward to finally coming out is Uncanny X-Men number 600. Which will happen in, in October. In October, yeah. yeah. Which sucks that they put this whole giant gap in between. But at the same point, like as long as it's a satisfying conclusion, that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like there won't be. I just have you this feeling. Know. You never know. And then we'll see how it... Oh, in surprise, the X books didn't fucking go anywhere, and I'm tired of hearing your fucking mouth. <laughs> Not you in particular. I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't cared. Marvel's canceling X-Men. Marvel's canceling X-Men. Marvel is never going to cancel X-Men. No. X-Men no. will stick around. I, they're going to be reduced, but at this point... We're we're seeing an overall reduction in a lot of these extra titles for all of these different. Yeah, but that always yeah. happened. Like the like, remember when Marvel now started and they're like, "Oh my God, Marvel's canceling X Men," and like, no, they just cut back. We went down to like two or four books, and then we blew up to sixteen again. And yeah. then you bitch and you complain about that. Then the big thing was they're gonna put him in space. The Terragenesis, the the Terrigen Miss will kill mutants and who knows just roll with it that's my but my then, mantra in life but the thing is that with um was it uncanny and humans beast is going to be a part of that book oh yeah so you're going to have a mutant involved in the book surprise that's gonna be with the miss but what it, it just it's a matter of just that's the thing about see. speculation yeah it's often wrong and in the end it doesn't even fucking matter Go to your local comic book store and read the issue when it comes out. Go to your LCS, which in our case is ACS. Get it? Sounds like some type of disease that you get. <laughs> it's degenerate. There's no cure. Are we going to do a, a nice bucket challenge no, for you ACS? Just, I stand out in front of a field and say, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I feel honored. And then I drop dead. <laughs> But I think, I mean, I think that really covers it for comic books. Like, it's just, there are, there are diamonds in the rough, but there's been a lot of rough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what pretty much everybody has kind of, has been alluding to. I mean, I don't read a lot of the, the stuff outside of Marvel, but in reading online and what Brian has said, because for as much as he says he's going to cut down on his books. He won't. He lies. <laughs> Thank God he lies. I got bills to pay. But. <laughs> So I think that about covers it. Oral. Yes. We have a new friend and a new listener in um, these guys up in St. Louis who do a podcast called Drag Dungeon. Hello, Drag Dungeon people. I didn't know you existed till a second ago. <laughs> Stay off the west side. Drag queens are my turf. 
Uh, but I wanted to give uh, Jason and John a, uh, a quick shout and a quick hello. Uh, we're going to be talking to them coming up soon. They've only been doing this for about three weeks. They're putting out two episodes a, uh, a week. Oh. Look mm. at that. You need to step your game up, Oral. <laughs> just go home Just go home and push record on the, the memo recorder on your phone. <laughs> the you musings of Oral. <laughs> It's just a sad snippet into my life. Glug, glug, glug. Star date. Fuck? Glug, glug, I'm glug. drunk. You go to Club Oral? You know what? You laugh, but you never got in, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Club Oral was a very um, exclusive club back in the day. It was in a... There was only one person who ever went. It was me, and sometimes I didn't even get in. <laughs> Those were the good old days. You want to talk about club kids in Orlando? Mm. <laughs> the things I saw, the things I did. <laughs> but we are going to be coming back with um, uh, more Dragons and New Spandex coming up very soon. That's because we did that episode. <laughs> we did that one. We have a couple more interviews that we are uh, just firming updates on. One had to cancel and reschedule. I eventually heard back. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> She's not dead. Okay. And that's all that matters. That's, that's really what's important. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to talk to Oral, uh, but we have a couple of we have a couple of local queens, and um, I actually want to put the call out to you, our listeners. If there's a local queen in your area that you would like to see featured on a an upcoming episode of Dragons and New Spandex, reach out to Oral, Oral at flameonshow.com. Yeah, I promise to check my email. I totally will. Just put. Drag in all caps um, in the subject line, so I don't think you're either spam or someone tried to track me down because I told them I loved them and I didn't. <laughs> or you could just message us on uh, the Flame On Facebook page, and because uh, I think it'd be nice to start showcasing some of the queens from around the U.S. that we don't know. I would think I think that is a great idea. We should bring that up in the meetings that we don't have. <laughs> Surprise! This is the weekly meeting. You can follow us on Facebook at Flame On on Facebook. There's a page Flame um, On Show. Flame On Show. Uh, we are a Flame On podcast on Twitter because we do the tweets. Because we have Facebook and Twitter attached, so um, by doing could, one, we do both. You could follow us on Google+, Plus, but nobody's there, so don't bother. <laughs> and, Flame on Show there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, We're on Instagram, Flame on Show. The IG. Haven't posted anything in probably about three months since, or four months since I started the Instagram account. Don't know why you even mentioned it then. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that about covers it. Thank you guys for joining us. You know, I'm glad that we could keep the doctor who talked to a minimum without Brian here. It's very streamlined. And with that, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Flame off. Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop, and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining 
and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.